everyone. I'm very happy to be with you today. I am Magdala Ramirez. I come from the Maya Mexica and this energy that it is right now everywhere in the world is very, very powerful. And today we're going to be talking about that. I have with me Tristy. Tristy is my spiritual daughter and she's actually in charge of the radio and she is amazing. I love her so much. And she's making her PhD in something related with quantum physics. And she was telling me about all these teachings of the mother. It is very much perfect relationship with the quantum world and science. So, Tristy, tell me about it. Um, okay, so I'll just do a little quick background. So I've done a lot of, uh, part, part of my work has been um, in solid state physics, and that's related with the quantum um, physics and experimentation. So what I think we're here to talk about is partially what I've experienced learning from Ma and then having to experiment and learn the science. And I find myself realizing how much uh, there's a parallel between what I'm learning in school with Ma and what I'm learning and experimenting and those principles. So one of the things that with the quantum world, what we realize is that is everything is possibilities and you deal with probabilities until you measure something. There's the concept of entanglement. They've even found um, that in experiments that particles just pop out of nowhere. And really, if you think about it, it's mind-blowing because it violates the conservation of energy, but really all it means is that we're not really understanding uh, the full picture of uh, how it works. But in, in the school, what I've been learning is something very, what I've been experiencing is something very similar to comprehend the probabilities within my own self and to comprehend how I'm making a choice to understand different types of consciousness in myself and to uncover it. Um, and that's one of the biggest things that we practice and we're being trained to almost uh, learn and comprehend something very different. And I think Ma can elaborate on that teaching. We do. The ways of the feminine is how the ancestors talk about this world. It wasn't at any point that it has to do with the gender. It has to do with your feminine mind and how it works. And as the ancestors call it, the ways of the feminine nowadays, science is calling it the quantum world, a part that it is hidden your own heart and how do you relate with that own heart Tristy was telling me about all these experiments that they are talking about 
It is the same teachings that the mother is bringing to the people about take a look of all these possibilities happening at the same time. Every time that you make a decision, a choice, you very much are branching out. But you are at the same time experiencing different realities and there is a part of you that it is able to relate with all the possibilities at the same time. It wouldn't be a possibility if this was not possible. And as you raise your consciousness, immediately those possibilities changes because the awareness that you have for many other possibilities is happening within yourself. So, the teachings of the mother from all these years, all this time and space, it has always been about the new world and the powerful relation that you have within yourself and the ability that you have to transmute what it needs to be transmuted in order to tap into the other heart. What I mean about the other heart, it is those teachings of the ancestors that they were talking about the two hearts. One heart that contains all the experiences and situations that you have in this lifetime, that in some way or another, it has been slowing you down in many ways, if it is not transmuted. Yet, if you learn something, you don't need to repeat the lessons. And then you have the other heart. The other heart is the one that it is connected with the multiverse. It is the bonding and the alignment that you have with the Great Mother, the one that created you. And through that alignment, you do can hear that voice guiding you. That voice that always showing you the bigger picture and have access to a higher understanding of yourself, have access to very powerful teachings and wisdom that resides in your own genetics. One of the things that we were talking yesterday is about how incredible is the science really catching up and all these ancient teachings of the feminine that it has been given to you um, you know, through through the years, every single part of it, it has a science behind it. It wasn't anymore one versus another one, you know, you versus the patriarchal system anymore. But what it is next and how do you can relate with that beautiful true human being that you are? One of the things that we were talking about yesterday, too, it was about how the brain works. Do you know that there is an emotional charge that you have genetically? Something that happens to your ancestors 300, 400 years ago, a long time ago, and it creates this, this part of you that it was very, very emotional you still are making decisions based on those emotions. Because the spirit does not recognize time, 
then you are able to tap into all these emotions. Emotions that nowadays you can make it conscious and decide from yourself, what do you want? Another thing that it is part of how everything is working right now is that how these experiences is not only based on genetics through your family, but it is also part of your culture, your friends, your family. Experiences that you are sharing and at the same time they are sharing with you. A ways of living, ways of thinking, suddenly it is being shared in such a powerful manner, influencing you at the same time that you are influencing everybody else. And that also, it is part of your decisions. That when you think about it in that perfect moment that you make a choice, and heal whatever emotional charge it is involved in it in order to tap into the other heart, the one that it makes decisions, instead of making decisions in this automatic that it is charge of emotions. So we were talking about how powerful it is in the quantum world that when you observe a particle, you change the particle just because you're observing and you have biases. Do you want to say something more about this, Mijita Chula? Um, yeah. I think just the act of observation is it messes up the system. So it's and then if you're not observing the particle, you don't really know what the particle is doing. And I actually think it's such an interesting um, principle, too, because that's where the whole, you know, Schrodinger's cat comes in. It's like, you don't know if it's dead or alive, but once in the box. But you know what I found, though? Like, just experientially, like, applying it in the, through the teachings is I don't think there is, like, the unbiased observation. Because I find in myself... Um, in the act of observation, I already have agendas. Like my agendas are, I'm going to change this, or I'm going to change that, or I'm a judgment, or a, a previous reaction projection on the same observation in myself. So I think um, maybe the observation, the act of observing needs to be just like a blank curiosity, and it needs to come from a different place entirely in order to truly observe what's going on. And this is very powerful because part of the prophecies talks about this new world to be like children. It means there is no hidden agendas or biases that in some way limits your experiences based on that bias that you repeat it and repeat it and repeat it. So one of the things that it is very important to notice, people thought through that programming, I will believe until I see it. And it is actually backwards. Because what you see it is what you believe. So when you change that, 
and understanding a very different story within yourself, it really creates the new possibility. Yeah. Your next step that you are working on it in raising your consciousness. We are living in this incredible, powerful times because as the people raise their consciousness, well, science also changes because you can see it. Means it is able to everywhere be able to see it, being able to move it. Do you realize how powerful you are? And what are you doing? So here is the new world, and you are increasing your senses. As you bring the presence of your own presence, your senses are getting sharper, and you begin to comprehend the different senses that you have. And as you do that, so is the science. We were talking about in science, now they are beginning to realize that even in the satellites, they are machines that they are outside of this planet. And those machines have biases because they were created by human beings with biases. So they need an update of what it is now human being and be able to realize how much of those biases infiltrate your creation, your perception of reality, and how to understand those biases in a very different manner. You must realize at all times that you are living in a world of oneness. So as you think, as you vibrate, you are influencing everybody else because you are love. And love is a great conductor of experiences and emotions. So when you realize how do you perceive yourself immediately is being changed, the reality that you are into it. And when people have biases over you because of past experiences with you, or because it's a relation, it might be your mother, it might be your daughters, your sons, it might be your sisters. Immediately, they put those biases on you. That is why it's so imperative for you to realize what is your signature. Who are you for real? And how much of these people can see you is very related with how much of you can be you at all times. So this influences is very much bringing a new understanding of life, a new understanding how to relate, because you are changing how you relate with you and stop being biased with you, with your own self. So, when you begin to comprehend how beautiful it is, so your thoughts, your emotions, your emotions are charge of energy. And you can use whatever emotion you have. It is giving you so much power. 
at the moment that you bring it into that consciousness, it leaks energy because you're creating a process. Yet, when you tap into that beautiful heart that it is in perfect alignment with the one that created you, instead of draining you, it gets very beautiful because it gets exponential. You can see much more higher possibilities and much more better understanding of who you are. As you transmute all these emotions, maybe, and be in hurry to transmute it as you see it, it will be very amazing because you don't need a long process anymore. Very much is turning the switch on in the electricity in how it works for you. Yet every person is different because you have this uniqueness. The mother never repeats herself. And you're bonded into one. Your path is so unique that only you can see it. Yet when you realize how powerful it is, this bonding that you have with the one that created you, and you realize, too, how science nowadays, it is really making this bonding to your personality and the spirit that you are, the soul that you are, are bonding into one, your feminine and masculine coming together. So when I saw these experiments that Tristy was telling me about, it is really fascinating to see that every single teaching, it is part of that new science that she's telling me about. She was telling me about the cube, the quantum cube computer. Tell me about it, Mijita. It's better if you say it. Well, so I don't actually know a whole lot about it because I'm I've, all I've done is just read it online. Um, but I do know the hardware itself is the way they've designed it is different. So like right now with the current hardware you, you have, uh, you just store, um, information using magnetism and spins. And that would still be the case. However, uh, they're now, they, I think they've, may have created something where they can sustain different spins of electrons as well in the hardware somehow. Um, and I think it's a different type of circuit that includes principles like entanglement and probabilities um, and things like that. But I'm not sure exactly. I think the hope is that now you'd be able to solve things that you didn't you know I think it's like one of the things that I find is very interesting in is in what my saying is with the possibilities you know one of the things that she said was how it's not that you see it and then you believe it you're seeing it because you're already living in something and you know, going back to the satellite bias. It's not so much as that, but let's say one of the biases um, that is there in 
can be there in the current technology is face recognition because you're telling the computer and you're designing a program and you're giving it certain sets. So essentially you're teaching it what to think, how to think it, right? And it, and you're essentially just replicating your own mind and your own consciousness. So as much as you are aware of what you're thinking is what you're almost ending up creating. And you see this in like, uh, in, in just something very simple as well, like as uh, with understanding interference from, um, you know, different satellites versus signal. I mean, there is a general, uh, like a noise to signal to noise ratio where you can see the power levels of what is very strong and what is not very strong. And that's a very distinctive factor. But then when you're looking at fine tuning something, then you do, uh, then at that point you're realizing and you're relying more on yourself and your own, um, understanding of and other types of parameters that you've that and and usually as scientists what we try to do is we try to pin down okay what is like a natural law and then you try and basis base your deduction off of something that you know is like law but the implementation of it still there are some points where with a certain set of data there is an unsure um, uncertainty of how much you as a human being can gauge something, you know, without knowing all the parameters. And I think that's where you could say a bias can come in because your mind can say, oh, this is not, this is an alias, but that could actually be a signal. You could say, this is actually signal. And what I'm here, what my conclusion from this experiment is this, but really that's something that you want to see and you want desperately and is not even really true. So those kinds of things happen and all of that is really, if you see it, it's based on emotion because you're wanting to see something. That's that's just your own want. It's not really that real. But I think we do that in everything. And so I think when Ma is talking about senses and expanding our senses, one of the things that I've found that's uh, kind of difficult is there's like there needs to be this discernment if I'm if I am I'm using my like emotions to sense but my emotions are very um un unclear because they're filtered with what you know as we've been discussing my own biases so I think that's like part of the thing where anytime that we've we're really expanded and and a true expansion can really come from creating something that's able to see and decipher things without those biases but um and i think that's the training that the feminine teachings have actually been bringing so it's you know it's it's the it's like how my cause it's like the consequence like me being able to understand and see things and, you know, decipher equations and think differently is a consequence of the teachings of the feminine, really, and how I'm learning things inside myself. It allows me to 
think better, create a different story. Wouldn't you say, Ma? Yeah, it is like that because when you realize to see a different perception and being able to empty yourself, being able to make the hollow bone within yourself and drop that little heart that it has, all these biases and all these hooks because of those emotions that it is hooking you down, you are able to see a very different story. One of the things that we have been speaking in here is when you listen with the one that created you and you ask a question, she always tells you for the highest good of everyone. She always will answer you, not as telling you what to do, but showing you the consequences. Because those possibilities already has been created. So when you are aware about what it is this powerful vibration that you have, it's very, very amazing to see how it works. You know, one of the things that is very important to make this realization, people like to think, well, the science is defining and teaching. And it is not true. It is those new teachings of the feminine that it is bringing the new science. Because in this planet, everything comes from the feminine. What you are able to hear, it is just a perfect vibration. That match of vibration accordingly to your vibration is what you're going to hear within yourself. What you're tapping into it. And that is why sometimes when you can see all these teachings and all this wisdom, it is happening everywhere in the world. People that they are matching with the same frequency are able to listen to those teachings. And suddenly, you feel it within yourself. And it is happening everywhere because of that oneness that you are. Science and spirituality, it is coming together. Giving birth to the new science is very important in this new world. In the verge of the new world. It might be that this radio talk can be a little bit trippy. But if you dance with it and you listen closely, you will understand how important it is in this time and space, just before the new years, to clear whatever it needs to be clear. If you make a recap of what happened in this year for you, that it was very, very intense for everyone in the world. And you pick it up, your broken pieces, you know, your fragmentation. Because you need that power back into you to enter into the new world. You see those emotions that happened during this year. And bring it together. Heal those places within you. You can write it down. 
and as you make this recapitulation of you and do this spiritual work in this time and space just before New Year's to bring your power back, a power that it was stolen, a power that you give without knowing, a power that it is helping you to clear the biases that it is holding you down, to clear every single part of you that it is in your genetics too, and that it is around you with your friends and family, in your community, in your country, when you are able to see the bigger picture. I'm inviting you to be part of the school, and come and join us. Our website is matalas.com. That is M-A-G-D-A-L-A-S dot com. And send us an email. Send us your questions. And I am so thankful for Swisti Mijita Chula. And all these beautiful understandings that you have, Mijita, about the science and how through the years it has been helping you, the feminine ways to comprehend a very strong and powerful science too. I am so thankful for you, Mijita. You want to say something before we close? Um, yeah. I just want to uh, tell everyone how important it is, the teachings of the feminine, that it really is. That is what allows you to comprehend that there is a whole different world out there. Like we tend to, I think the basic programming has been, you know, more about the doing and relating with the people, but that's really not true. I think the everything that Maya's been saying in this episode and all the other teachings and every other episode of the radio, if you listen really carefully and you absorb it and you begin to work with it inside yourself, you'll realize your world can change from moment to moment. And and the way you apply things and you how you uncover things it doesn't matter what you're working in what your job is really doesn't but the consequences of that in just in in your relationships and in how you think of yourself everything will begin to change in a really important way and the school online is really really amazing and powerful and the courses that are online as well on her website so I think definitely people should go take a look at that, independent courses as well. Um, but, yeah, I'm very grateful for mine, the teachings, and to have the teachings like this in the radio. I think it's such a big blessing for everybody, honestly. So thank you. I am so thankful for your work that you're doing. Everyone is working in themselves. In this year has been very, very intense. I want to tell you, mm, happy new world. This is where we are entering. Happy new era. We are entering into a new era. Be part of it. And let us know your comments. And where are you? 
and if you need any help to comprehend this. I am you. Thank you. Tlatsokomate, Tlatsokomate, Tlatsokomate.